It is time for a Landers OU Coaches interview as we welcome in live now the great K.J. Kindler, fresh off another victory on Sunday afternoon in the LNC. Good morning, Coach. How are you today? Good morning. Doing well. 198 again. you got to be thrilled with how you performed yesterday. Yeah, I'm it definitely started off a little slow for us on vaults, but I felt like they really responded well, um, started getting some momentum as we went to bars, and really, like, those last three events, they absolutely laced them. So really excited about that. Before we get into Reagan's Perfect Ten and all of that, uh, you had a schedule change. You were supposed to compete on Friday. And due to the weather, it got bumped back to Sunday. Now, how difficult or not is that in gymnastics? Because I would assume you are very routine-oriented. Well, it definitely threw us off our training schedules because, yes, we, we are definitely planning, you know, backwards from the meet. So as coaches, like, all of the um, the intensity of the workouts, the conditioning, all of that is is very methodically planned moving up to the meet. So, and, and then not only that, but the athletes are anticipating that meet to come Friday. And I definitely didn't want to, you know, give them a shade of doubt, you know, and say, Hey, it might not happen. I wanted them to plan for Friday. And then when it didn't happen, I do think it threw us off just a little bit, definitely off our training um, plan. And so we, we adjusted and um, made it work, but it, it was a little difficult. Yes. Reagan Smith, a perfect 10 on the balance beam, the first of her career. Uh, talk about, Reagan, not only that performance, but how far she's come for you this season. Yeah. Um, first of all, Reagan was the Olympic alternate in 2016. She is a phenomenal athlete, but I really think she is so dialed in this season. You can see it in her preparation. Um, you can see it in her confidence when she competes. She is definitely coming into her own and just like really grabbing these opportunities uh, and is so in the moment. Um, balance beam has been incredible in practice. And so that obviously lends itself to good competition. Uh, we always tell them like in, you get better in the gym and then it will, it will all happen for you in the arena. So I, I'm not surprised she got a 10. I've been waiting. You know, she's certainly performed three exceptional routines in a row here, and uh, I'm really happy for her. She's definitely deserving. She came in with such hype and such expectation because of, of what you mentioned about being the Olympic alternate and everything. And and she was good last year, but it did feel like maybe she was, you know, she was a freshman and trying to maybe a little hot and cold for you. Correct me if I'm wrong. But is it just the fact that she's gotten older this year, or do you feel like there is something that has clicked for her? No, I feel something's clicked. Like, she is um, so committed. You know, I can just see a change in her, and I do feel like something clicked. I also think, and this sounds a, a little silly, as you mentioned, Olympic alternate, all those things, but her confidence has grown incredibly, and she has stepped into more of a leadership position. And I think all of that has really um, helped her excel, you know, and put her where she is right now. Like I am, I'm super proud of where she's at. And I think uh, she's definitely a leader for us on the floor. 
Uh, who else impressed you yesterday? Well, um, Audrey Davis, always hitting 100%, really happy about her. She's doing all around, which is a big responsibility. Um, last season, she was doing two events or three events, um, so really excited about her. I do think, you know, a couple of our athletes had a little bit of a rough day. Jordan um, Bowers, definitely a little bit of a rough day on beam and vault, and uh, Kat, who has been remarkable this season, just had a little blip on bars with a fall. And, and what I loved, Carrie Thomas, that, that's someone who stood out to me because when you have a mistake in the lineup, the next person up, it's so instrumental that they get the mm-hmm. train back on the tracks, right? So she pressure's is on. a senior. Uh, yeah, I mean, the pressure's on, and we have to, like, start hitting again. And so that person really is important. Carrie Thomas is the person who got us you know, back in the swing of things, no pun intended on bars. So once she gets us back on, the confidence kind of rises for the rest of the group. And there's there was no better person to be after a mistake than Carrie. So, but Kat, Kat's also impressing me, even though she had that mistake, 9975 on beam. And it's only her third time in the beam lineup. She is, wow. you know, last year I really wanted to use her on beam, but she was showing a lot of nerves this season. She is just, a rock star on that event, and we really need it. So I, I'm ve- I've been very impressed with her as well. I mean, you scored a 198 plus, so any uh, critique is being like super, super picky. But you mentioned the vault; you got a bit of a slow start. Concern there going forward, or was it just a tough day? By your comparison, no, no vault is definitely an area that we have to improve on. There's no doubt about it. Um, and we've known that from the beginning. Our start values are low. And, and what I mean by that is three of our vaults start at a 995. So we're losing 0.15 right out of the gate on that event um, just in start value alone. We've had a few injuries that have kept some of our best vaulters on the sidelines, um, like Olivia Troutman, uh, Danny Sievers, Maria Linker. We, we have a lot of athletes that are working hard to get back in there, but they're not in yet. So we really need to be great on that event just because of the start value issue alone. So like, for instance, when um, the very strong number one Michigan comes to Norman, Oklahoma, they have six 10 vaults and we, we have to be able to up our game by the end of the season um, to really have that advantage. That's on March 4th, by the way, folks. Circle it on yeah, your calendar right now. March 4th, which is a huge. Friday night, the Wolverines will be in town. Uh, give us a, a just a health update. Uh, w- what are the expectations of when you might get some help back? Yeah, I think um, on vault in particular, I think that we're looking at the end of February, beginning of March. Um, so that Michigan meet might be, you know, kind of in my mind as the one that we need to really Mm -hmm. amp it up for. And then that will set us up into big 12s and regional play um, because those people will need to have a couple meets under their belt uh, in order to perform at their peak level. So we we're definitely looking at the first weekend in March, which is about four, four weeks away. I think it's very doable, um, especially for Danny. Uh, So we'll just need to keep doing that. But Sheridan has a great full, if they can learn to stick their vaults better, um, that will also help the case a lot because those nine nines, that's where we need to be. And right now we're in the nine eight nine eight five, 
you know, category and that we just need to bump up from there. But I would say the other events, you know, I feel like we have the lineup that we're going to be looking at in the postseason with perhaps an addition of Olivia on bars and bean um, and hopefully on floor in the postseason. But definitely that's down the road. Uh, so I do think the strength is there on the other three events. Vault is somewhere we just really need to improve. Chatting with KJ Kindler, it is a Landers OU coaches interview. All right, you got George Washington coming up Friday night, six forty-five in the LNC. Uh, how good's G Dub? They're great. You know, they've had um, some really strong seasons. Uh, definitely one of their strongest seasons about three years ago. Top sixteen. Um, Margie Cunningham, she's an amazing coach. She's uh, a mentor of mine, quite honestly. I really look up to her um, and has done a remarkable job with that program. Uh, they, they have very big gymnastics. like they, they do very difficult gymnastics, and you will be able to see that uh, when they come. They have, um, I think, with COVID, they have really had a hard time being in D.C., and uh, it's been locked down there quite a bit. So um, they They've really kind of had a rough uh, last year was really tough for them. They had a lot of protocols that were even, you know, above and beyond what what we had here. Um, so I think they're probably excited to travel and get out there and, and really looking forward to this matchup. You're not yet halfway through the year, maybe around a third of the way through the season right now. Have you, and maybe you don't operate this way, I don't know, have you been able to kind of look around the rest of the country, and part of that sizing up final scores, I know, but also watch some of the other national title contenders and and maybe size up where you feel like you are right now? Um, we absolutely have, and I'm sure you've probably noticed that gymnastics has been on television more than ever. A lot. On ESPN, yeah. yes, ABC. Like, this is a sport that's definitely coming up nationally, and – so we've been able to see even more than than we had before. Um, but I will say this. This is the strongest year in gymnastics I have ever seen. The wow. depth on the teams because of the COVID year. Um, some teams like LSU have 17 athletes on scholarship. You know, this is um, that year where you can go above and beyond your 12. So you can see in the depth of the teams that this is going to be a knockdown drag out all the way to the end. I see 10 teams that are, that are national championship contenders. I'm not kidding. Like you're talking about the LSUs, the Utah, UCLA, um, and UCLA is ranked 20th right now, but I have seen their gymnastics and I know it's only going to continue to get better um, Florida is looking really incredible. Michigan, as I mentioned. Um, and then you have teams like Missouri that is really coming up and, and some other folks that um, Auburn, you know, that I have just been really impressed with. So I think this is going to be one of our, one of our uh, most competitive championships ever. All right. Uh, uh, George Washington coming up Friday. And then don't forget March 4th. Put it on your calendar now so you don't forget Michigan will be in town March 4th. That is a Friday night in the LNC. How have the, how have the home crowds been for you this year, Coach? You know, we had a, a peak of 5,500, which was great, but we're definitely looking to fill fill the stands here in these last two meets um, of our season. And this, you know, it, it gives great energy to the teams, but they're, they're going away to meets where the stands are filled with 10,000 plus. And we have an amazing 
team here, and I would love for us to be able to do that in Norman. Coach, thanks for your time. Good luck on Friday night. Thank you.